TV, huh? Hello and welcome to Healthline 3. I'm Terry Simmons. With me today is Dr. Jim Barnes, Chief of Staff with Christus Highland Medical Center. We're going to be talking about bariatric surgery. So if you have any questions regarding this topic, you can please call the number a little later in the show at 318-219-4569. Today is a very special edition of Healthline 3. It's been a year in the making, right, Dr. Barnes? It has. Right. This is this is the longest I've ever prepared for a show, for sure. <laughs> me too. We're so good. yeah, so we've got a great show today. We and and we've talked about this, you know, off and on over the last year. But we we're uh, doing something that I've I've sort of wanted to do for a long time. We're following a patient from the whole way through, from start to finish. And so, um, so when Rainy came to us, uh, we started filming her, you know, from before her surgery, during surgery, immediately after, and then periodically over the over the course of the of the next year and um, just sort of tracking her progress. And, and, you know, I think this is just gonna be a great way to sort of show people what, you know, what, what it's like to go through bariatric surgery. And so uh, Rainey's about a year out now from her surgery and she's gonna be joining us today and so talking about what her experience has been going through this. I feel like I already know her. So when she walked in today and I got to meet her and hug her, it was just a really a big thrill for me to hear her story because we talk about everything that encompasses. And I think this is so important. It's always important to bust those myths of what people think about gaining weight, losing weight, taking this measure, the decision you decide to do this. We talk about these are people who have tried everything else and then to have this resource. Now we get to show everyone exactly what it's like from someone who's gone through it. And we appreciate so much you and Rainy for being here. Yeah, I think yeah. this is gonna be a great uh, way to kind of show everybody what's, what it's like okay. to go through it. You wanna go to the video? Let's go to the Let's video. Let's do it. The road that I was on pre-surgery was not going to end well. I probably would have become a diabetic. I probably would have had blood sugar problems, um, cholesterol problems, blood pressure, all kinds of stuff. My lifestyle before was very unhealthy. I would eat a ton of fast food, drink a lot of Cokes. My go-to was food. If I was unhappy, if I was angry, if I was sad, I ate and I ate all the time, you know, no matter what. I wouldn't be hungry, but I still was gonna eat. I know that some people question the surgery and are not sure if they should get it, but just take my before and after at 10 and a half months, I've lost 110 pounds. I've lost a whole person. And I am a different person now, not just physically, but mentally. Even last night, we went to open house at my daughter's school. I might not have seen some of these teachers in a while, friends, whatever. Brinley would run up to me and tell everybody, do y'all see how skinny my mama is? You see how pretty she is? Y'all see how she's lost a bunch of weight? And it kind of got a little embarrassing, you know, Brinley, that's enough, because we don't, I don't talk about that. I've been very open with her about doing this to become healthier, but she 100% notices. What I hope to see in the future is that I've maintained this, that I've maintained my weight loss, that I'm still making healthier choices, not just for me, but for my family. I've kind of implemented that into my girls because again, I don't want them to go through what I have. So I'm hoping that the lifestyle that I'm living will lead them to that and so they won't go through those type of things. All right, let's meet Rainy. Hi. Hi, Rainy. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm great, thanks thank for having me. Oh, thank you so much for being here. Dr. Barnes, I just, this is just incredible. This it, is really incredible. It's a pretty dramatic change, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Sometimes I don't even recognize myself or realize 
that I've changed that much, you know, until I see a picture or see myself in a video or something like this. I mean, that was looking back at that, you know. Yeah, watching that just now, yeah. was that emotional over again? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. I, I've kind of forgotten who that was or that I ever was that person. Right, because you know? so. you've always been this inside. You've always yeah, oh, been yeah. you yeah. inside. So what was it like the moment you decided that you to do this? That there is, I, this is what I need to do. It was scary. Was it? Very nerve wracking because of all the steps that you have to take and the things you have to do. And it's, you are changing your lifestyle. You are making the decision to completely change. And that's a little scary because you're comfortable. You know, I could eat and do whatever I wanted. And now I'm taking this necessary step that is, you no longer can do that anymore. This is, this is it. It's a complete life change. And so it was scary, but totally worth it. So. And so, what was it like that first moment? You walked in, you talked to Dr. Barnes, and you had that meeting, that first step of talking about, did she come yeah, in Yeah, so just when we start, you know, and that's kind of the first step for everybody, is yeah. we do a seminar, and we do that once a week with a small group, um, and we, we start with everybody and just kind of go through all, there's, I mean, because there's so much information out there about this, and you can get online and read about it, and that, you know, that's a good start. But, uh, you know, some of the information's great, some of it maybe not so great or not even true. And so that's what we do initially, is we sit down with a small group and just tell them about the operations, how they work, um, you know, what sort of expectations we have with the surgery. Uh, and so everybody kind of gets the facts about weight loss surgery, because I think, you know, you need to make a well-informed decision. And, and because this, you're right, I mean, it is a big decision. Mm -hmm. It affects the rest of your life. Yeah. And so, you know, part of my job is to make sure that people have all the correct information about that so they can you know make that decision and then afterwards uh, we meet with them uh, individually which we did with Rainey um, and we kind of come up with a game plan for each patient specifically in terms of which operation we want to do how we need to get from point A to point B with that um, you know and, and you know make sure that they have all their questions answered uh, and, and so that's kind of step one and that starts the ball rolling with this yeah um, and we talk about how individual it is, like you offer this on a grand scope, and of course this is what every patient wants, but it's really about listening and talking to Rainey and seeing specifically what's going to work for you, mm -hmm. what's going to click, what's what's going to, what the path is specifically for you. Yeah. And did you feel like you got that individual oh, plan? Oh yes, 100%. And, mm -hmm. I, I think I qualified for both surgeries, but him and I discussed, he thought the sleeve would be the best option for me, and it, it has been, mm -hmm. you know, I mean it's, I've done very, very well with it. And I think too, later on, if something happens with the sleeve, you can get it revised. To, I can yeah, change it to options. a bypass, you know, another option. But we didn't want to go that far right now. So yeah. it, it, what we decided and what he told me, I, I went with whatever he said. <laughs> you know, he's, he's the person that does it and knows what he's talking about. And so that's what we did. And Rainey's been a great example of what what you know it results you can expect when you follow the program and yeah. and you know the surgery's a big part of it obviously but that's just really kind of the, you know the first part of it and then you know the aftercare is so important mm -hmm. and, and and we really stress that and we see people on a, on a very frequent basis you know especially in that first year um, and um, but you know the people that that just kind of do the stuff they're supposed to do have really good results and that you know it that's works. what Rainey's done I yeah. mean she's followed the diet she's you know she's gotten into a great exercise program she's kept all her appointments you know she's she's done all the right steps and and when you do all the right steps you know this is what happens yeah. a year later yeah you know. 
Yeah. The aftercare with y'all and your program, I guess is what it's called, is amazing. Because there's, I know several people that have had surgeries different places and they don't have the aftercare that they, that Dr. Barnes offers. Because again, I come in there and he tells me, this is what you can eat, this is what you can't eat, don't cheat off this paper, you know, and you have to stick with it because it is possible for you to gain your weight back, but as long as you stick with what he says and his program, you will 100% keep it off and get the weight off, so. And has it been difficult, even oh. though he's been back and you telling oh, you yeah. how, yeah, I mean, it's definitely difficult. It's a mental, it's a mental thing. I've right. said that the whole time, it's a mental and emotional thing. Um, I had a relationship with food. Mm -hmm. I had a toxic relationship with food, 100%. And you have to break that cycle and break that addiction. I mean, I didn't, like I said, I didn't drink, I don't smoke, I've never done anything, but my addiction was food. I used food for everything. And so to mentally realize that and make myself check out of only going to food and learning other avenues to take to uh, from my emotions things like that was hard but now I don't have that relationship with food anymore don't get me wrong I still want it and I still want a cookie and everything else but I don't rely on food like I did before which is a really good point because yeah. sometimes we think we're never going to be able to eat again we're going to be starving we're not going to be able to do that and no you still have food in your life oh yeah it's just the relationship to it what yes. it actually does feed your body right yeah. Dr. right Barnes? yeah and and you know the surgery does several things that that, that make this effective it, it you know it decreases your appetite hunger level usually goes down mm -hmm. uh, from before surgery it decreases the amount of food that you're able to eat. You're gonna fill up with a much smaller amount of food than you did before surgery. Yeah. Um, you know, once you get a ways out from surgery, you can still eat pretty much whatever you wanna eat. Now, obviously we encourage you to try to eat healthier stuff, and most do, uh, but you know, it's not that you, if you want a cookie, you can't ever have a cookie yes, again. Yes, you can, yeah. You just can't have It's a smaller portion. And, <laughs> yeah. and so, you know, you're gonna eat less uh, and uh, but you're going to fill up quicker, and so it just gives you some some control over that. It's a tool yeah. that 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 sort of gives you a little bit of power back. You know, before surgery with morbid obesity, it, you know the food has all the power. Yes. And, and afterwards, uh, the surgery just gives you a tool to fight back with that, and it makes it where you can control that stuff more easily. Mm -hmm. And do you feel like, Brandy, you have a better understanding about this, like? We say eat healthier to, you know, curb your weight, just mm -hmm. to have more energy and stuff, but also the science behind it, which I know we learned so, you're so informative, you have your seminars, you have everyone helping, that it's more than that. That when you eat these healthy foods, there are specific things these foods are doing to make your body feel good oh, and yeah. healthy. It's not just eating healthy because salads are good and no. keep you, you know, at a weight you want. These specific foods are what your body needs to do certain things. Yeah. Right, Dr. Barnes? Oh yeah, absolutely. and and. Um, uh, you know, by eating healthier and then, and then, you know, taking them, you know, everybody takes a multivitamin after mm -hmm. surgery and all those things. And so, uh, you know, when people are overweight, they generally have pretty bad diets. Right. And, and, and so I think. I it, did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you kind of eat a I lot wanted. of junk food and fast food yes. and, mm -hmm. and, you know, drink sugary drinks and, you yep. know, the, I mean, you know, cause you don't get overweight for nothing. No. And, and no. so. Um, but, and again, that's also part of what the operation does. You don't, you're not going to tolerate that stuff quite as well. Right. It just sort of pushes you towards a healthier diet, I think. Yeah. How I say it is, in my head, it was kind of an end-all be-all. This surgery was the option for me because I knew if I didn't have the surgery, I would never lose the weight because I've yo-yoed and lost it. 
but I would always gain it back. And so in my mind, it was, this is the way to break the addiction. I need the help. I'm admitting that I need the help. And so let me go find out about the surgery that's going to, okay, you can't drink that Coke. You can't eat that piece of cake. You can't do this, you know? And so that helped me break it. I mean, it's a tool. It's 100% yeah. a tool. It's not a, this is it. You're going to be skinny forever but it's the starting tool that can then help you mentally decide, I don't need that addiction to that food. I don't have to have that food. And which what, is what you said a second ago is correct. It, it's, you know, with morbid obesity, I mean, it's a disease, just right. like any other disease process is. And, and, and diet and exercise does not treat morbid obesity. I mean, mm -hmm. you can lose some weight. And yeah. you, you know, most people, by the time they come to me, they've been on diets for years and they've lost hundreds of pounds but you know, you gain it back again. And so to get a substantial weight loss and a long-term weight loss, it just doesn't happen with diet and exercise alone. I mean, the failure rate is about 98% in morbid wow. obesity with diet and exercise alone. I didn't realize that. And so, you know, surgery uh, is the treatment for that, you know, and, and in, until people get to that step, they're just treating their morbid obesity with the wrong tools and it just, it just doesn't work. Right. And of that 98%, the ones that realize two great things that you both said, number one saying it's a tool. Mm -hmm. So when you tell yourself, I tried exercise, that was the tool I tried before and it didn't work. Yeah. Um, diet was the tool I used before and it didn't work. Now I have this as another tool. This is the tool for me, and this is yeah. specifically what's going to work for me, yeah. which is what happened with you. And the same thing, Dr. Barnes, when you talk about people trying and doing it, and no one wants to be that way. It's gradual. You develop this relationship with food, and you have those 98% people out there who have basically lost hope, whether it's you know not anything like whether it's serious or not but they just think I can't do anything right and, mm -hmm. and when they come to me a lot of times they're you know they're so discouraged yeah. because and why wouldn't you be I mean when you've tried to, to lose this weight for so many years and don't every time you've tried it you have failed I mean you know why wouldn't you be discouraged and so people come in a lot of times very skeptical you know I, I don't think this is gonna work for me you know mm -hmm. and, and I'm like, well you haven't tried it yet you know yeah. you, you know you've been d doing a lot of things but they're the wrong things and and when you come in and, and do the surgery that's the proper treatment for morbid obesity and and I mean it's not a hundred percent I wish it was but you know nothing's a hundred percent but it's a very high percentage of success rate yeah. with this and and Rainey did you did you already have this mindset that it's a disorder and or did did it help you when you realize oh this is a disorder this is like if I had a broken leg I would go get something like this this is something that I know it's a condition that I've developed and I can go for help yeah. did it change your mindset when you realized that Oh, for sure. I mean, I don't think I realized it until later on in life. I didn't realize it until I was probably in certain depressed moments in my life or whatever to where I realized I was just reaching for food. I wasn't reaching for anything else. Food was my comfort. I mean, it, like I said, for everything, anger, sadness, anything, I found myself reaching for it. And so once I realized that and realized that it was this addiction, that's when I went to my mother and I said, I need help. And of course, the numbers on the scale, I was 258 pounds. That's the heaviest I've ever been in my life. I didn't recognize myself. I knew that's not who I wanted to be. And so my mom, you know, said, hey, let's go see Dr. Barnes. And that's what we did. And, and I've realized more things over this, you know, whole entire experience about my relationship with food. It's just taught me a lot. And I, I think that, that um, you know, recognizing this as a disease process and not just a, 
an issue of you know willpower and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that I think that sort of takes away a lot of the guilt and shame that goes along with this. You know, people uh, when they come to me, they really struggle with that a lot, and and you know they. I think people think they're failing. Yeah. That if they have to have the surgery, they think they're failing. I'm a failure, and I'm having to do this. I couldn't and do this on my own. Yes. I had to get help, yes. but you know that's not that's true. Okay. That's uh, not true at all. Just because you do this and have the surgery does not mean you're a failure at all. To me, that means you're doing the best thing that you can for yourself. And nobody, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, you know, and which is why I've been so open about it to share it is because I've had me being open about it. I've had, I can't even tell y'all how many people, probably thousands of people at this point that have reached out to me from all over the country telling me, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you for being so open. Now I'm going to have my consult. Hey, I've, I went to see Dr. Barnes. I mean, we have, we have such a stigma and a shame around this surgery yes. and I don't understand it. And I'm, I'm young, I'm 32 years old, you know, and I've had the surgery and it's one of the best decisions you'll make if you're in the same situation that I was in. I agree, and I'm so glad you brought up failure and shame. Those are the yeah. two things we talk about the most. There is no need to feel any kind of shame at yeah. all. Body shaming, there's just no room for it, not on yourself or anybody else. Mm -hmm. It is not. It's a disorder, and there's help out there yeah. for it. And exactly. do you want to go ahead, because you're on social media, all these thousands of people that follow you, yeah. you want to go ahead and tell everyone where they can follow you on social media? You can media? follow me um, on TikTok, Rainy Grisham. You can follow me on Facebook, Rainy Grisham, Instagram, everything like that. But TikTok is my number one avenue I guess and I have I mean like I said people from it could be all over the world I don't mm -hmm. know where they're messaging me from but I every day I have people messaging me asking me questions about surgery and I'm very open about it I've I tell everybody every little detail I mean down to little nitty-gritty things that they ask I don't hide you know I'm not scared to answer those questions so I'm very truthful I feel like but and this is again this is one of the big reasons we wanted to do this project mm -hmm. is is it gives um, opportunity for people to just sort of see what it's like and I think you know Rainey's inspired you know tons of uh, people that have sort of thought about it been on the fence about it and now you know they can kind of see you know firsthand what it's like and and you know again Rainey's been very open and just invited people into this process with her uh, and I think it's given a lot of people the confidence to to, to make that leap and and, and do something about their, their, their weight. Oh, absolutely. And like we talked about, and you're, they're, your website too, people can go and find out more information. We just lovely that you brought it to KTBS and that we've been able to share this on Healthline 3 all year and have this reveal launching you even further into all the things that you're doing to help other people. But it, it's so important because you and I have talked about this and we've discussed Rainy from time to time mm -hmm. throughout the year, building up to this, excited about it. But it is, you talk about everything, the surgery. It is a nitty gritty process. Oh, yeah. it, it isn't all, it's you not know, all rainbows. Fun. Yeah, yeah and perfect. Awesome. it's not. Yeah, but, is, but as far as all of it goes, yes. that feeling of what's happening, that hope of what's happening, that mind change and going through it. Yes, it's surgery. Yes, this is gonna be my first meal. Yes, I don't know how I'm gonna handle it. Yeah. The apprehension, the everything that you share all of that. It's been really, really remarkable. It's, it's, been, it's been pretty cool. Can you the tell whole us? Experience. Yeah. What was the most? Was there a surprising thing that was a challenge to you? Um, I would say the most surprising thing, which is weird, is that I wasn't, especially after surgery for the first however many weeks, I wasn't actually hungry. Like I didn't have a desire to eat, but mentally your brain is telling you that you need to eat because you're. I mean, it definitely curbs your appetite. There's, it just does. But you 
have to tell yourself, I'm not really hungry. That's just my brain telling me that because you're used to it. You're used to eating when you're bored. You're used to eating around friends and family and eating whatever you want. And so that took, that kind of surprised me because that took a minute to adjust. Now I'm so used to it. And I, like I said, I can eat pretty normal now, but I still just eat super small portions. But that was the most surprising. And then I hate to say this, but probably the way people treat you is a very different Absolutely. thing. Um, I have been noticed way more by people. That's just the society that we live in. But more people talk to me, more people are comfortable coming up to me. I'm noticed more now. And of course I wasn't before, you know, I, which again, is a sad thing, but I have more confidence now. So I feel better about that. You know what I'm saying? It's. Yeah. I feel like I'm the person that I've always meant to be. I just was hidden under a lot of weight, you know, and I I kind of lost myself for a while. That's how I would describe it. And now I'm now this is me. This is Rainy. This is who I am 100%. <laughs> I'm not gaining any weight back. I mean, I am I'm going to stick with it, you know. Yeah. And then find that what's happened a lot from talking to people who go through this, that a lot of times um, not only is weight not a failure, it's really people use it for a shield to become invisible. Oh, yeah. Some people, yeah. it's very sad to be invisible and to know that that's all you have to do to become invisible. Yes. But people who are overweight and go through just regular society are brilliant with their disguising themselves oh. and using it. My defense mechanism was I'm going to make fun of myself First, yep. I'm gonna make fun of myself as, oh, I'm the fat girl, oh, I'm this, blah, 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 mm -hmm. in front of everybody. I did it first so nobody else could do it to me. Yeah. You know, and I've had, I had so many people tell me when I was bigger how confident I was, but it was a fake confidence. I put that off so that nobody else would do anything to me, you know, and now I'm, it's an actual confidence. It's real. I, I feel like a real person now when before it was a, I'm gonna put on this front type thing, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's easy to fall in the old term of the jolly, the jolly fat one, mm -hmm. the fun yeah. girl. She's oh, always yeah. fun. Yeah. Fat friend, it's all fun. Yeah, exactly. Do you yeah. struggle? Some, one of the things I hear from patients is they have they struggle with kind of self-image. They have trouble seeing themselves as this thinner person. Yes. And, and I'll have people tell me like they'll go into a clothing store and they immediately go to, to the, the larger place. sizes, yep. even though yep. you know that's not what they wear anymore. And and or you know they'll look at themselves in the mirror and still have trouble seeing them. Mm -hmm. Uh, themselves as, as that thinner person. Have you struggled with that? It's, it's kind of a, it's body dysmorphia type yeah. thing. And you, I think you, that gets better over it, time. It does, uh, and you will struggle with that, especially the first six months. Even with me losing 90 pounds, I did the same thing. I would go to stores and I'd go immediately to the plus size, plus size section. I would, people would come up to me and say how good I looked, and in my brain, I'm like, what are you talking about? You're, you're, you're not really telling me the truth, you're lying, you know. It, it takes a minute for you to adjust because what you're seeing, yes, you see yourself every day, but in your head, you still feel like the same person, you know? I think too, I'm having, you know, I'm gonna have plastic surgery and have a tummy tuck and all that. And how I say, how I feel is I'm ready to feel how everybody else sees me. And I think maybe doing a, the plastic surgery just to get a little bit of excess skin taken off will make me feel more complete and more of this person. Because of course, what y'all see is, oh, she looks amazing, which I, you know, I've lost the weight and, and I'm healthy and everything. But again, there's still other things wrong with my body. So that's, that's kind of the weird side of it is, is that you, you do kind of mentally have a weird body image type thing. But now being this far out, it, 
it gets easier and easier. It gets better and better. You know, I, I, like I said, I feel more confident now than I ever have. I would never in a million years ever have my shirt tucked in and I have my shirt tucked in on live television, <laughs> you know, so that's something I never would have done before. And that's one of the things Like people say, oh, that's a little thing, but that's a huge thing no. for someone just to be able to tuck your shirt in oh, yeah. and walk confidently in public. It's a big deal. Yeah. And it's not for looks. It's just that comfortable. Just I oh, yeah. want to feel comfortable in what I'm putting on. And people who've never had that challenge, you they know, don't, don't have realize. any clue. No, they have no. no concept of it. Do you have people reaching out to you who, who have lost weight also? Maybe they've lost a lot of weight or a little weight and they're having a little bit of difficulty being that part life after because yes. it's kind of what we're talking about oh, now, yes. but there's a whole different way of living your life afterwards. Oh, it is. One of, another realize. one of his patients is a good friend of mine. I won't mention her name, but, um, and her and I discuss it all the time. I would say probably weekly we discuss things, which it's great because she had her surgery before me and she's been a good support system with me and telling me things and going through things. But we discuss that all the time. You know, she's, she's in an extra small. She weighs like 115 pounds, maybe she's a little bitty but she still doesn't see herself like that. And I tell her all the time, you're, you know, you look amazing and all this, but that's been a cool experience to have one another to understand what each other is feeling. You know, um, just being able to share our thoughts and our feelings with each other and build each other up. I try to build her up, she tries to build me up. You know, we try to tell each other when we're being crazy or we're whatever, we're talking about our plastic surgeries together and when we're planning them and you know, we know all these things. So that, that's been pretty cool to have somebody go through it with me and a little bit further along than I am. That is really nice to have someone to share it with too. Oh, yeah. Someone who does understand who's been through it because everyone can support you in any way they think they are. Yeah. But you still, it's nice to have that. Dr. Barnes, do you find that people, do your patients do that? Well, like, will they find a friend in the seminar or do uh, they yeah, find them? Yeah, they, they sort of gravitate yeah. towards each other, which is kind of cool. I had, um, um, and that happens in my waiting room all the time. Uh -huh. You know, there'll, yeah. there'll be some people out, out there, there yeah. and, and, you know, they'll get to talking and, you know, well, what did you have done? What did, you know, how did it go for you? And then, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're, you know, going out to lunch together. And, and so that happens a lot or, mm -hmm. or I'll have, uh, you know, somebody that was about to have surgery and then they meet people in the waiting room and then they'll, they'll come visit them when they're in the hospital having their surgery. And so, it's I a connection. It is. It's something it's really that is. other yeah. people don't have. You know, other people don't understand. No yeah. matter how many people around you that haven't had the surgery, they don't understand. So it, it's an immediate connection. Yeah, so people. there's a lot of bonding with there. And then we also do, you know, family members and, and you know, friends. And, and I, you know, that's where I get a lot of my referrals, too. You know, we'll, you know, we'll do one person. The brave person comes out first. <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, you know, their spouse decides to do it or their siblings or their best friend or or whatever and and um, and so we see a lot of groups like that as well i saw just this, an hour ago before i came over here um, a father and son that are both preachers that they did their surgery on the same day together oh, oh, nine wow. months ago and then and then uh and have done great and now the older uh patient's wife is now going to have surgery and so you know we see you know you know groups that come in like that too which is great you know, and I think talking about that too, especially with family members, it seems to me that, and you can verify this probably, that it all the more confirms the fact that it's what's going on on inside is how you feel. They're not just going, I'm gonna do it too, because you look great. What they're really seeing is, wow, you have just come alive. You're, they see the different person, or yeah. they see the person that's been in there the whole time that you're feeling so good about. I think that would be probably more incentive for someone than just saying, you know, I wanna, I want to look great too. They're just like, it's more than that. Yeah. 
that shows. That's it's it's really, a confidence level. People yeah. people realize it. I mean, people like I said, people have reached out to me and said, you know, I was so scared to have the surgery. You've inspired me to do it because I was nervous. I was scared. And you talking about your process has made me, I've made the decision to have it. Now, some people still want to be very secretive about it. Sure. I've had a lot of people say that to me, that they're not willing to share it, but they're sharing it with me because I've been so open about it, you know. And I, under, I get that. Some people... They just don't, they don't want to, you know, and that's their personal choice. But I'm glad that I have been able to share it and inspire people to take that step and make that decision. I think that's another good point that it's even after that, it's still individual. It's everyone's yeah. specific choice. Yeah. If this is something you want to just hold on to and feel good about your life. It's something that you did. It's yours to keep. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you've been able to share it and been so open is just such a lovely gift. Thank you. Really, thank you. Do you get something back too? How do you feel? I'm sure it just fills your life up even more too every time you talk to someone. Oh yeah. I, I feel amazing when, when people reach out and say stuff. Number one, because they're, they're praising me obviously, and they're telling me how great I've done. But number two, just that my small life, my little, you know, <laughs> to me, I'm, I'm nobody. I'm not anybody important, but that me sharing my story has allowed them to make a decision that's gonna change their life. I mean, this is a life-changing surgery. If you do what you're supposed to do and you tell, do exactly what he tells you to do and follow the program, your life will be changed. This isn't, this isn't a minor thing, this is a major thing. And so just for me to be able to be a part of someone's journey like that means the world to me. I bet there are people listening or talking to you and she thinks her life is this little thing. She just I'm thinks just she's saying. this little person, you know? <laughs> but I know, and I love that. And it's true, because we all feel like that too. I feel like that yeah. too. It's, I'm just me. Yeah. But the lives and the change, you're, you're big. Your little life is big in so many well, other people's lives. Well, and all the people that she affects, then yeah. those people in turn will affect another group yeah. of people. True. And, and true. so it just really, you know, carries yeah. on. Okay. Well, we're about to have to wrap this up. I hate to. I could just, uh, you should, uh, do, do, what are you doing the rest of the day? I don't <laughs> okay. I'll just hang out all, all day. Right. <laughs> so we're going to have to wrap this up. But again, thank you so much, Rainy, for being here. Thank I appreciate you for it. Having Dr. Us. Barnes, thank you. I appreciate you. it. Right. Everyone, thank you, thanks for joining us on Helpline 3 today for this special edition. We'll see you next time on Helpline 3.